beautiful prelude, and um, through that music, I uh, was just recalling the beautiful sunrise this morning. Did anyone see those beautiful colors? Amazing how God reveals such awe-inspiring beauty. Thank you. Welcome as we gather for worship. We gather here and we gather remotely. If you want to turn around and say welcome as we gather for worship this morning. My name's uh, Eileen Burdick and I am your guest preacher presider as Jim enjoys some time away. This morning's uh, gospel um, reading is about service and being a servant. And I'm a horrible baker, so I cannot contribute to coffee time. I'm absolutely tone deaf and so could never contribute musically. But as a member of this congregation, um, I've been a member since 2015, I have enjoyed the opportunity to share what gifts and skills I have in volunteering to lead service. Um, there's a brief bio in the, um, in the green sheet. I understand that as you have different people um, showing up every Sunday, it's good to know who they are. So welcome as we gather for worship this Sunday. And um, especially welcome if we have any visitors here or um, remotely, um, just welcome to our visitors as well. All are welcomed here and all means all. So we start with our gathering hymn this morning, which is all are welcome. Stand as you are able, please. Dreams and fears. 
the litany. You read the green, our white parts, I'll read the green parts. All are welcome in God's house. We do not demand to sit in glory at Jesus' right or left hand. We drink the cup of love that Jesus drank. When we fail, we do no violence, but rather speak and create peace. We welcome the stranger and do not turn away. We seek humility and live in harmony with one another. We repent and move on. You are more than we understand, but we know that you are holy and you are whole. Sovereign God, you turn your greatness into goodness for all the peoples on earth. Shape us into willing servants of your kingdom and make us desire always and only your will. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Amen. Please be seated as we join some special music.
Elves back, isn't it? Yeah. Our lesson today is from the 38th chapter of Job. If you remember Job, he had a lot to complain about, and he did. And now God, in his first speech, speaks to him. And I've had a lot to complain about this week, and so this chapter, this piece, leaps up at me, and maybe for you. The reading, can you lift up your voice to the clouds, asks God, so that a flood of waters may cover you? Can you send forth lightnings so that they may go and say to you, here we are? Who has put wisdom in the inward parts or given understanding to the mind? Who has the wisdom to number the clouds? Or who can tilt the water skins of the heavens when the dust runs into a mass and the clods cling together? Can you hunt the prey for the lion or satisfy the appetite of the young lions when they crouch in their dens or lie in wait in their covert hiding place? Who provides for the raven its prey when its young ones cry to God and wander about for lack of food? Thus far the reading. This is a late 19th century gospel hymn that was sung in a church I grew up in. It's not sung much anymore. But it's an interesting expression of the path of the gospel. Years I spent in vanity and pride Caring not my Lord was I learned, then I trembled at the law, I'd spurn till my guilty soul imploring turned to Calvary. Mercy there was great and grace was free, pardon there was multiplied.
was multiplied through me. There my burning soul found liberty at Beautiful. Thank you so much. Please stand as you are able for the reading of the gospel. This morning's gospel reading is from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 10. James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came forward to him and said to him, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. And he said to them, What is it that you want me to do for you? And they said to him, Grant us to sit, one at your right hand and one at your left, in your glory. But Jesus said to them, You do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink or be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? They replied, we are able. Then Jesus said to them, the cup that I drink, you will drink. And with the baptism with which I am baptized, you will be baptized. But to sit on the right hand or at the left is not mine to grant, but it is for those for whom... It has been prepared. When the ten heard this, they began to be angry with James and John. So Jesus called them and said to them, You know that among the Gentiles, those whom they recognize as their rulers lord it over them, and their great ones are tyrants over them. But it is not so among you. But whoever wishes to become great among you must be servant and whoever wishes to be first among you must be slave for all. For the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life a ransom for many. This is the Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated.
Okay. There we go. Grace and peace to you. This morning from our Lord Jesus Christ who offers us a challenging hashtag. In a recent article from the American Association of Advertising Agencies, an average person is exposed to approximately 600 advertisements each day. Every second that you are on the internet, watching television, driving, or listening to the radio, you are exposed to those messages. Advertising specialists say that in the midst of all of this clutter and noise, your company, your cause, your voice needs to stand above the rest. To do so, you must respond to the critical question that customers are asking. What's in it for me? If the answer isn't quickly provided, your audience simply moves on past your message. When crafting a message, you need to clearly communicate how you are going to help the consumer achieve their goal. You need to emphasize the benefits of whatever it is you are offering. You need to distill it into a hashtag. Hashtags used in social media is a compelling keyword or phrase. Obviously. Jesus didn't consult an advertising agency. In today's gospel reading, his followers, um, James and John, approached Jesus telling them of their goal, which is for Jesus to do for them whatever they want Jesus to do. So Jesus asked them what they want, and James and John respond that they want to sit in positions of honor with him at his messianic banquet in heaven at the end of time. In short, they want to share in Jesus' glory. So what's in it for James or John? Hashtag self-glorification. Hashtag self-aggrandizement. Hashtag self-promotion. In short, status or power. If Jesus had consulted an advertising agency to maximize his voice and message, Jesus should have said, I can do that. Power, glory, I've got plenty of that to share with you. Instead, Jesus responds to their what's in it for me inquiry with the exact opposite. Jesus' message is that the pathway to any, any expression of glory is one of suffering and death. And to be baptized with Jesus' baptism is to fully share in walking that pathway. Now, James and John skim by the details of that offer and readily respond to Jesus, sign us up. 
Now, Jesus, frustrated with his misguided buyers, explained that to be a follower, a disciple, the question is not, what's in it for me? Instead, the question must be, how do I serve others? That is, how do I surrender my own ego and desires to see the need of others and join with God in responding with love and compassion? According to advertising experts, that's a difficult, if not impossible, message to sell. Especially in times of scarcity, when the spirit of scarcity prevails in our lives, perhaps moments like this, when we feel we must protect and tend to our needs first and foremost. We don't like self-giving. We don't like letting go of our power and our entitlement, especially in service to others, especially in service to strangers who we would rather judge than see as beloved, beloved children of God. Now, theologically, Christians can vaccinate themselves from this very uncomfortable sales pitch from Jesus. Some Protestant churches have adopted a prosperity theology, asserting that financial blessings and physical well-beings are always the will of God for you. And that faith and positive speech and donations to religious causes will increase a person's material wealth. Now that is a message that sells. It answers the question, what's in it for me? Questions with responses of hashtag power, hashtag status. But it does not reflect Jesus' message in today's gospel reading. Jesus says, whoever wishes to become great among you must first be your servant. And whoever wishes to be first among you must be slave to all. And all means all. For the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life a ransom for many. In short, Christians are left with this really uncomfortable hashtag of servant, of slave to all, which is a hard message to sell in this world. Again, it's apparent that Jesus didn't consult an advertising agency. I recently accepted the position of spiritual care director at Josephine Caring Community in Stanwood, which is an intergenerational care facility and, and an ELCA social service affiliate. And in my conversations with people who are exploring becoming volunteer chaplains, a common refrain continues to emerge. Volunteers are not asking the question of what's in it for me. 
Rather, they are sharing that through their previous volunteer experience. They have discovered that they have received more than they gave. That is, in serving the most vulnerable in the community from their hearts, with no expectation of return, no strings of glory or power or status attached. Volunteers experience abundance. Abundance of purpose, of belonging, of connection and fulfillment. Abundance of delving into their own spirituality and relationship with God. And experience it growing and deepening. You see, Jesus' message isn't about emptying yourself completely for the sake of others. Healthy boundaries are important. Rather, the message of Jesus is that God delights when we discover ourselves as a whole person, seeing ourselves inextricably linked with those around us, loved ones, strangers, locally, globally, when we lose ourselves, when we lose what's in it for me as our primary orientation. In service to others, we actually find ourselves living more fully, discovering a depth and quality of life we'd never experienced before. Service is another way of living a new life in, through, and with Jesus. Service is about recognizing and embracing a spirit of abundance even when we feel limited. So as you go about this world of need, of healing, of hope, reflect on your hashtag, the compelling message of your life in a single word or in a single phrase. In following Jesus is your hashtag power, status, Glory, scarcity, entitlement? Is that why you were sold on Christianity? Or could it be the simple hashtag of servant? Or maybe abundance? Is that enough for you? Remember, service to others does not empty your soul. Rather, it fills it. So keep your eyes and hearts and schedules open to keep up what the, with what the Spirit is already doing in this world to reconcile and to heal all people. Lay down your ego. Join the Spirit in service to any and to all. And be ready to be amazed and fulfilled. Amen. We join now in the hymn of the day, which is the summons. Call your name. Will you go? 
Set free by the truth of God's gracious love, we'll pray for the church, the world, and all God's creation. God, you imagined our world into being. We know your great power and your great love. Give us the courage to drink the cup we are able and live lives of service to your world. Let us show your love. Let your name be known and let your life be grown in us as we care for all without regard to status or rank. As we kiss the leper, free the prisoner and use our faith to reshape the world around to become the world you would have it to be. O oh God, we call, hear our prayer. God of hope, you know our fears, our distractions. We thank you for your promise to be with us always through all those joys and sorrows. O oh God, we call, hear our prayer. You rejoice in the people and places of the world. We pray for nations who cannot sit at table together, for leaders distracted by anxieties and fears and for refuge unwelcome in their homelands or the lands in which they seek refuge. 
Give leaders compassion to welcome the stranger, the wisdom to lead, and hearts for justice and mercy. O oh God, we call. Hear our prayer. O oh God, you bring healing of heart and mind and body. Be with those who cannot worship with us this day. Be with all whose hearts ache, who long for forgiveness. Comfort the grieving, heal the sick. We lift up some of the many in need. Liddell, Paul, Kevin, and Kelly. We remember as well our friend Barb at her death this past week, and we hold her family in prayers of comfort. O oh God, we call. You delight in your church, gracious God, so welcome your children to this house. We give thanks for greeters, for ushers, for all who speak a word of welcome. Send us forth to share the love we've met in Jesus. So now into your hands, faithful God, we place ourselves, our prayers, spoken and unspoken, trusting in your mercy through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you always. Let us share that peace with one another here and in our homes. God's Okay, thank you. Good morning. Thank you for that hearty greeting this morning. Um, following worship, take that same energy into the gym. We have coffee hour, a lot of great snacks and goodies and coffee ready for you in there. Uh, there are some other tables set up in the gym as well. This morning, our uh, TLC member, Judy Kenning, is at a table talking about Medicare open enrollment. So if you have any questions about how to go through that process, Judy is sitting in there ready to help you with that. 
And then Christy Etzel will also be at a table for the uh, Western State Hospital Christmas Gathering, a project that we do every year uh, supplying gifts for residents at Western State Hospital. So if you'd like to uh, find information about that, go and see Christy in the gym. We are sending our best wishes this morning to Ada and John Goodwin, longtime Trinity members. They typically uh, attend our later service, and they have moved to Warm Beach Senior Community in Stanwood. So if you know Ada and John, we can send them well wishes at Warm Beach. Uh, special prayers this morning for Kelly Henrio, one of our beloved members. She is heading in for brain surgery tomorrow. Um, expecting to stay at the hospital for a few days. So uh, keep Kelly and her family in your prayers tomorrow, please. Our beautiful altar flowers this morning are given to the glory of God by Marilyn Strayer and Sam Wolf to honor all mental health care workers as this is Mental Health, mental health Awareness Month. Adult education this morning, Pastor Wayne will be uh, speaking about signs in the Gospel of John. And then next Sunday morning, Pastor Chris Odie from Living Stones Prison Congregation will be here talking to us about his ministry within a couple different prison settings in the state of Washington and how, um, how that works and how we can be involved. Let's see, youth announcements today and next Sunday. Confirmation is meeting at 1145. That's for all of our middle school, 6th to 8th grade students. We'll have a class followed by uh, lunch and games in the gym. And then uh, Wednesday's youth group. This week we have a special outing. We're going to go press apples and make cider in Langley. So if you have a middle school or high school student who might be interested in that, let me know and I will loop them in so that we can head down there together. And then for all of you, next Sunday is our annual Fill the Van food drive. So we'll be collecting food and supplies for good cheer and gifts from the Heart Food Banks. So please help us to fill the van next Sunday. That felt like a lot. Were there any other announcements for the congregation this morning? Okay, then we continue toward the table. Please stand to see where we're able. As we go out in service, we go in and with and through Jesus, who's promised to be with us always and offers his body and blood, his gifts of forgiveness, his assurance of love through the meal we celebrate now. On the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, gave thanks, broke it and gave it to his, to his disciples saying, take and eat, this is my body given for you do this in remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it for all to drink, saying, this cup is a new covenant in my blood shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this in remembrance of me. Let us join together now in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven.
Please be seated. Again, it is our Lord Jesus Christ who is the host of this meal and welcomes all who wish to come forward. Thanks for storm 
May the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen you and keep you in his grace. Amen. Please stand for the benediction and our final sending hymn. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Our sending him is on our way rejoicing.
peace to love and serve the Lord.